You are now in the summit. We live? Are we live? We certainly are live. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's kick things off. Welcome, 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 one and all, to In the Salmon, season three, episode six. Obviously, uh, joining alongside me is my dear co-host, Nuan Runnersinger. How's it going, buddy? How's your week been? Lots of crickets to cover, as usual. It's, Tell me. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been a good week. It's been a good week, Hasid. Uh, thought I'd maybe update you on the club cricket front and... Uh, Unfortunately, my team at the Devils Cricket Club has not been unable to qualify for the uh, the semi-finals. So my cricket season has come to an end, which means uh, no more Tuesday and Thursday trainings for me, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can now actually spend a Tuesday, uh, you know, <laughs> podcasting cricket with you. Um, instead of being out there with the boys uh, on, a, on a Tuesday, Arvo. But uh, that's the news from there. I think, our, I think our ones, twos and threes have made it to the qualifying finals. So big week of finals at the Endeavours Cricket Club. Um, which is which is pretty exciting. Not for me though, but maybe next season. How about your club? Yeah, um, for us, I think um, yeah, same goes. So I captain the thirds for my club. Um, yeah, we had a pretty rough run this season. Didn't make the semis. Um, oh, I no. we had a vote count on Saturday. I um, I got the best and fairest for the team, so that was good. A little oh, personal. Oh. Uh, personal achievements and uh, I did have to score the most runs for the team as well and almost I was one behind the most wickets for the season for my, for my goodness team goodness me so. without a doubt without a doubt who else could it be <laughs> but, with, but wickets I never saw you as a bowler I thought you were more of a like a hard hitting batter I am genuine alright genuine goodness I'm me I'm genuine yeah yeah, yeah. Still, I was actually still yeah go on I was um, I think I was in the top like um, 17 or 18 Run getters in the uh, in the compact for my for like our division for in the three so no um, way yeah didn't have the worst season but um you know it was pretty tough and uh, you're asking about my bowling were you yeah you still bowling those you used to bowl mediums in indoor cricket and that and you bowl yeah. you, you told me you're bowling off spin now like I don't know what's what's yeah what's a, well that's the thing no one when you you got to be malleable <laughs> in these sorts of situations malleable. so flexible I'm pretty so. much the um my team's Andrew Simons you know oh gosh. That's, That's what just, I am. We need to end ball, the Can ball off his can ball mediums, can hit a hard ball. This is know? too much. This is too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome, but yeah, man. I think our, our fifths uh, are playing semis this week as yeah. well. as Well, actually, our twos were very close. Yeah, I nice. think they needed the results of another team, which just didn't go the way that we wanted to last Saturday. So I think it's just yeah, the yeah. fifths. Fifths and the fourths, sorry. Yeah. Heading up. Yeah. Okay. But um, All right. Interesting yeah. stuff, man. Oh, well, bad luck! Yeah, for, bad, luck to, bad luck to both of us, I guess. But there's a yeah, that's right. Yeah, season. I think um, yeah, I, mean, I like I th- like I said earlier, it was my first season captaining, so I, I definitely learned a lot throughout this experience, yeah. and hopefully, uh, I reckon next year, next year will be a, a way better year. I definitely got the you know because like having to set up the cones and the stumps and everything like that. It's uh, it was all new because I didn't have any yeah. kind of experience. Normally, I just rock yeah, up yeah. like half an hour, forty five minutes before yeah. the game start. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean? I'll be ready yeah. to go, but. Couple yeah. of warm ups, you know, before you see all the cones and the wickets all yeah, all laid out magically, like how does this happen? Next minute exactly you learn right. all about it. Exactly. Yeah. So um that was interesting. But um mm. we do have a lot of cricket to cover uh, on this episode. Yes. Um just want to touch on Nuan um we'll start off with the Bangladesh and England series. Yeah. ODI series. Eng- uh, England just uh, finished up their test. 
stints with uh, New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, that, that went all right. And to come over to Bangladesh, I think most of the guys are, are not the not the same players that played Test and ODI, but they gave uh, yeah. Bangladesh a pretty good run for their money, winning the first two oh, ODIs. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, the first one was pretty close, but the second one was fairly yeah. comfortable. Uh, but they did lose, mm. uh, actually, however, the third te- uh, third ODI. Um, yeah. With uh, by fifty runs, I believe. So, yeah, I think um, I think Bangladesh are actually quite strong at home, just historically. Oh, yeah. I think England are the only team that they've uh, that they've struggled with. Um, so it was good to see them get up yeah, up and about. And Chucky Balhasan among the run getters last game as well. I think you had something to talk about with regards to that. Yeah, I just I, I saw on the Instagram um, a very special stat now for Shaky Bal Hassan. He's only the third men's player after Sanat Jayasuriya and Shahid Afridi to have more than six thousand ODI runs and more than three, uh, three hundred ODI wickets to his name. So, mm-hmm. uh, very special achievement. I guess it kind of highlights how much of a how much of a servant and how you know how influential he has been. Um, for Bangladesh cricket, I, I remember the early days of Shakib Al Hassan when we were in high school. I think he first mm. played for Bangladesh around two thousand six. So he's been there. He's been there for a bloody long time. I remember he played in the two thousand seven World Cup as well, um, yeah. and he's still here today. So, so yeah, kudos to him. He's he's like the he's often uh, to me he's like the glue in this Bangladesh team. There's no Bangladesh without Shakib Al Hassan, and you can yeah. see why. <laughs> no, definitely, he's uh, he's an absolute menace and. I remember back in those days, he would always be like the number one all-rounder in the world in ODIs. Yeah. It would just be him year after year after year, yeah. and no one really got close to him in terms of the yeah. ranking. So definitely mm. amongst uh, very, very good company with Jai Surya yeah. and, uh, and Shahid Afridi as well. So yeah. um, I think he still had a couple of good years left in him as well. So yeah. you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's very good to see. I mean, look, Bangladesh are typically quite strong at home. Um, I don't know if you remember, there was a time where Bangladesh, they secured their first ever test victories against England and Australia at home. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember that by any chance? It was, I think it was like Not back in 20, 2016, 2017. It was very like under the radar. Like nobody, like the cricket world knew about it, but like it wasn't big news, but it should have been. Um, yep. Yeah. I think, I think Bangladesh was like a 2-0 test victory over, 2-0 two, two over England in a test mm. series at home. I mean, look, it was just, it was just a massive spin fest. Like it was just spinning every single ball. Um, yeah, and England yeah. had no idea. And I think when Australia went there um, as well, they were defeated. I think that they were defeated one nil um, mm-hmm. as well. So you know, both of Bangladesh's big Test match wins have come against when, when they've come against the big teams have typically been at home. But you know, just mm-hmm. like an Indian side, they really bank on their spinners um, yeah. to get them over the line. But you know, England being England, I mean, they've still managed to scalp this. Uh, you know, scrape this ODI series over Bangladesh and. You know, once again, I feel like, you know, the coverage for this series, again, it was like that It was like that weird Australia-England ODI series in the middle of the, you know, the World Cup and then the Test Series starting, like, I don't know, was there, you know, it didn't seem like there was much coverage about this, and I guess it takes no, us yeah, back to, right. right, and it takes us back mm. to that more existential conversation we had about um, the decline of ODI cricket, and I think, you know, the decline is only going to get further exacerbated by a series like this. You know, you just whack in three ODIs at random and then and then that's it. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's something that the ICC needs to look at. But certainly, um, you know, well done to England. Um, you know, once again, they're, they're showing the world why they're dominating in nearly every single format of the game right now. And yeah. uh, come the Ashes... They've got a really good side down as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Very, very good side. Yeah. Um... But yeah, look. Apart from that, I want to touch on um, 
the uh, the next test match with India and England. A lot of discussion here. Um, India and England or India Australia? India. What did I say? India England. Yeah, India England. India oh. uh, India Australia. In Man, India. you're watching you're watching too much women's Premier League up at three four a.m. Honestly, I'm cool. watching I'm watching all kinds of highlights every day. I'm keeping up all kinds of scores. <laughs> India Australia. Okay, so the yes. Uh, the third test, um, unfortunately, mm. Pat Cummins has uh, been forced to fly home due to his yeah. his mother's not doing too well, um, so yeah. that's not good. And in yeah. his place, uh, mm. Cricket Australia have actually opted for Steve Smith to come back um, yeah, as wow. captain. Now, yeah. that that to me is quite an interesting choice, uh, all things mm. considered. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm completely in agreement with it myself. What do yeah. you think? Do you think it's the right choice? I'm not talking about... Not talking about tactically, because obviously Steve Smith has shown that he's a good captain. He's got yeah. the ability to do it. Yeah. I'm just concerned of uh, whether it is the right direction to go with. Yeah. Um, Given everything, yeah. right? Yeah, like That's morally, right. morally, ethically, we, we all talk about those things. Um, yeah. Look, I think given given Australia's situation with this uh, Border Gavaskar trophy, and mind yeah. you, I just want to just want to make a side note. Of course, I think I'm. I remember telling this off air, um, mm. but we actually were given that we're, we're Sri Lanka supporters, and and there's a very very oh, slim. I knew, outside. I knew, as soon as you said side, I was like, this is going to bring up Sri Lanka. Let's let's hear it. Hit me. We we well, we need Australia to win this last <laughs> Test match, right? So yeah. that Lanka has a very minute chance of making it to that World Test Championship final. So yeah. if we if we if we align with that train of thought for a second, then look, I don't have a huge issue with with Steve Smith being captain. Um, mm. Just tactically speaking, uh, you know, um, strategically speaking, he, he is a pretty good candidate for captain. He's, he's, you know, he won the last test quite convincingly, but then again, that pitch was absolutely diabolical. Um, yep. It's a weird one for me, uh, Hasit, because, you know, I love test cricket and I love supporting Lanka. So from that standpoint, um, you know, whatever can get Australia over the line, so be it. But I guess from a cricketing standpoint... Um, I think there are better choices for captain for Australia. Um, you and I were once again chatting offline about who should have been the captain instead of Steve Smith, and I and I mentioned the name Usman Khawaja, um, who's you did know, not think I'd hear that name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we spoken about with Australian captaincy. I thought and, it was an interesting point. Yeah, and I, and I mentioned Usman Khawaja because you know he has a good captaincy record within domestic cricket and the Big Bash. Um, you know he's captain the Sydney Thunder, and he's had a lot of good feedback from his teammates when it comes to captaincy. If you listen to some of those Sydney yep. Thunder teammates, you know they they love the way Kawaja captains. He really backs his boys and yep. stuff like that. He's had a bit of success with Queensland Bulls as well in the domestic uh, Sheffield Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was someone I thought would be would be pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. But you know Steve Smith is the the candidate they've gone with. Um, I think. Look, I don't. I don't. I'm not outwardly against it. Right, mm. like if he's a captain, so be it. It doesn't make me feel upset. Um, if David Warner was the captain, I'd have an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I share. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think most but, of Australia would probably have an issue yeah. with that. But um, Steve Smith as the captain, I feel very lukewarm about it. Like I'm, it's like a car in neutral gear. It's like okay, it's like it's like okay, whatever. Um, okay, I feel like if if you're if if you're okay with it happening, yeah. then mm. you're probably. Then it's fine for you, right? Because hmm. I think you can't really be on the fence with something like this. You're either like, you either think okay. it's a bad idea, or you know, the, the, you can't you can't really be lukewarm in my opinion, right? Because okay, if you're fine, lukewarm, fine. that means yeah. you have no issues with him being a, like, you know, what I mean? because I, I don't think anyone's going to have an issue with him having the actual ability to captain. Yeah. 
no one's going to argue with it there, right? So it's yeah. completely, it's just come down to like morally and ethically, is it the right thing yeah, to yeah. do? Is yeah. it the right role model now for the kids and things like that? Yeah. So if you're on the fence, then you should be supportive of him, I think, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put, it, <laughs> we'll put it this way. Look, I, I don't have an issue with Steve Smith being captain. Like, yeah. I don't. Um, I think, look, going back to ball tramping, all that, he did his time. He was quite remorseful. We all saw did that on tel- You know, we all saw that on television, right? And uh, and since then he's he's performed quite quite well at least in the test arena you know he's he's um you know he's he's been consistent he's been performing um, he he didn't carry you know he didn't carry on to the media about how unfair things were he just got on with it if you notice a lot of the publicity was on Warner but not Steve Smith so um, yeah you know I, I feel like Steve Smith has returned to my good books in a way um, because he kept quiet. Well, he kept, I mean, keeping quiet's one thing, but he just performed, you know, and people started to miss him. People started to miss Steve Smith, man, you know? And then he returned for the Big Bash and things like that. So uh, Steve Smith has done a lot of groundwork to capture the trust and the admiration of his fans, um, in my opinion. That's just my thoughts, and that's why we're here on a podcast, to share thoughts and ideas. That's a hot take. That's a hot that take a hot take. A hot it's a hot take, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a <quite laughs> Yeah. So, no, it's good. It's good. I think um, I don't necessarily agree, but yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but why I don't think, you agree? I have to know. <laughs> no, I, I, we don't really need. I don't. I don't, I don't want to put him on blast, man. I think. Um, I think there's been a lot of like, I guess, sort of, and this is you know, walking on thin ice here, you know. Yeah. But I think there's been a lot of, um, I guess, sort of blame being shifted from certain people. When yes. I think at the end of the day. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 however it's however you want to look at it. For me, yes. my personal opinion is, if you if you're a captain of the side, yeah. and certain certain things are being done, um, mm. you know about it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't speak up, you might as well be doing it yourself. Yeah, all the boys, anything that these boys do, under instruction of whoever, with your knowledge, mm. you might as well be doing it yourself. Because yeah. you're knowingly let this, letting these things happen. That's my opinion. I don't want to harp on it for too long. Yeah, because, yeah, I know. You know it's that. Been so about I, to death. I, I, I myself yeah. feel quite strongly in, the, in that way. So for me, yeah. um, I don't. He, he's a, he's a great captain. He's a oh, great yeah. captain, and that's yeah. You know, and then he he's also very reminiscent of the of the brute, I guess, sort of captaincy style that Australia are renowned for. Yeah, certainly with the likes of um, Alan Border himself and Ricky mm. Ponting, mm-hmm. um, you know, and even Justin Langer as a coach. These guys are brute, yeah. like just absolutely vicious and yes. did whatever it took. And uh, I think in regards to that kind of mentality, mm. uh, respectable, um, but you know, certain things you just can't look past. Well, I can't. It's hard for me to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, obviously, as a Sri Lankan fan, as you said, Nuan, we wish Australia the best of luck. We do want yeah. them to win. We want them to um, win. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how, the, how they will curate the pitch. Because it's been real, yeah. it's been lopsided in the best way, I guess. Because you, you uh, <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's always a hot topic when you come to India. It's always discussions yeah. around the pitch, around the pitch, and and Rohit Sharma actually put out a statement in the media, and he was like, "Look, you know, mm. other countries need to just like stop talking about this pitch nonsense in India. Like, you're coming to our country to play cricket. This is how our pitches are. Deal with it. You know, Australia still beat us in the third test. Okay, so like, you know." You can't just blame the pitch all the time. And yeah, and that's can, a good yeah. point he raised because if you, you know, going, if you want to talk about India-Australia, Border Gavaskar, if mm. you saw the way Australia batted in that last innings, chasing 75 in the third, in the fourth innings, 
that was a very different Australia. They actually looked like they knew how to sp- play spin. Yeah. And that was straight up being positive. Just play positive. No, that's what it was, you know? yeah. Right? They, they were confident in their shots and it Exactly. Showed, yeah. So all this nonsense mm. about, oh, it's a really hard pitch, can't play spin, that's rubbish. If you if you just like adjust to the conditions, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's like a walk in the park. Obviously, there was a lot of defensive, you know, prods and, and there were lots of times that looked like the Aussie batters are getting out. But if you wait for that bad ball, which will come and put yeah. that away every time, the Indian bowlers, they get they get really confused. You know, uh, yeah. uh, Ravid, uh, you know, Ashwin was going at 4.47 runs per over in that mm. chase. And mm. that pitch had, and, and day three or day, whatever day it was, the pitch had deteriorated worse at that point. So you're yeah, telling me course, yeah. the pitch is now worse and now you're scoring better? So what does that mean? It's not a case of the pitch. It's that like you change your mindset it's and that it positively. Yeah. So, um, For sure. And I, I think what mm. happens as well is when you start like, I guess, sort of like canoodling the ball and, and just scoring it at a much lower rate, you're obviously facing a mm. lot more balls to score the mm. same amount of runs. And obviously, then you're giving the bowler more, way more opportunity to to strike. You're giving him confidence. You're giving him the confidence to bowl maybe a, a you know a different loop one up every now and again. You know what I yeah. mean? You're giving the op- mm. the bowler, I guess, sort of freedom, like yeah. you know, creative agency in, in how he would bowl because yes. he's not scared of getting hit. Yeah. And you're just and 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 you're just sort of just like backing yourself into a corner. So it's yeah. really good to see Australia come out in the second knock and um second dig and play in the positive fashion that we know that they play down under. Yes. And, you know, I, th- I think it, it's definitely just like, a, it was a mentality thing. So mm. I think this next test is going to be an absolute cracker. Um, the I'm curator I'm... is going to be absolutely, I don't know, he's going to get a scolding one way or another, I think. But um, it's good. It's going to be hot, hot cricket. We can't wait. Well, once again, as you know, being the cricket nerd I am, I keep up with all the articles and I read an article and, and for the fourth test, they still haven't actually decided on which pitch they're going to use. So there's okay. actually, there's two pitches that they're preparing in tandem <laughs> and they haven't decided which one's going to oh, be, really? uh, they're going to use for the actual, for the actual day. So it's, it's once again, they'll be a getting a, a Jadu and Ashwin's po- like opinion and then yeah. whatever they <laughs> want to go with, they're going to go with that one. <laughs> I reckon that's what, that's, yeah. yeah. Eeny, 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 situation. <laughs> Um, so there's actually two pitches that they're looking at. So, mm. I mean, look, such is the case with test cricket in India. I mean, look, India is a very hard place to actually win in, in test cricket. You know, not even, I don't think even Sri Lanka has defeated India in a test match. Not, and, not even Sri Lanka. Well, I, I say that, I say that. And I, and I got some mates who will listen in and they'll be like, oh, look at him, look at him putting Lanka on a pedestal. I, I yeah. say this. Oh, I'm one of those mates, man. I'm right here. <laughs> I say this because obviously Sri Lanka has very similar conditions to India when it comes to spin and, and things like that. And yet, yep. Muralidharan and Ranganaherat, at the peak of their powers, we could still never defeat India in a test match, right? So, um, you know, it's more than just like a, a pitch thing. It's a mental thing. It's a psychological thing. Um, yep. And that's why... The you know, atmosphere why, as well, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's you why winning Bay 13 is better than the MCG. Oh. Tom's up by like 150 and you've got like any Indian ground at any given time. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I read this really cool, I read this really cool um, article and apparently, um, I think it was Nathan Lyon, he said, there's no better feeling when you're playing cricket in India and the crowd goes silent when you've like... <laughs> that's as good as you're going to get, I reckon. That's, that's just like, he's like, I live for that silence. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know you're, you're doing well as the opposition when the crowd is like Honestly. shutting up um but look there you go i guess but uh, look i'm, I'm keen for this yeah. fourth test i think 
there's a lot of positives that Australia could take out of that test in terms of just, uh, you know, batting, even bowling as well. Nathan Lyon finally found his groove. And yes. I think he picked up eight or nine wickets for the for the game. Um, and I think he's creeping up in that wickets tally as well. He's approaching 500 test wickets. Like, who would have thought? Nathan Lyon, of all it's people. Curator right? himself. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, ne- I did not rate Nathan Lyon for a solid five years. Like, I just... Yep. I'll be honest, I, I didn't think he was anything special. He was just this balding guy, lanky dude that just rolled his arm over. That wasn't you know? really necessary, young man. I don't know why you had to bring up his... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, he didn't come across as like... He didn't have that, like, you know, when Shane Warne came on the scene, you know, he had that star quality about him, right? That's oh, because he had a full head of hair. Because he had that Ashley Martin well, going I, on, huh? Well, you know, if, if Nathan Lyon <laughs> wants to make a trip down to Ashley Martin, you never know. But look, what I'm saying is Nathan oh, Lyon really? is... Um, I'm going to make a really weird comparison now and you're going to hate me for making this comparison. I, I know I'm, I'm going to... I'm used to it, man. Okay. <laughs> He's used to what he says. So like... Nathan Lyons, with you, mate. Nathan Lyons is one of those cricketers that sort of got better through hard work and like getting better over time. And uh, a, a bloke that comes to my mind is... Uh, you're not going to believe this, but Sangakara was of a similar caliber. Sangakara in his early days, do you remember that? Sangakara yeah. was such an average cricketer when he first started. I... There were times where we even thought, why is Sangakara even playing for Lanka? Like, why is he even here? Um, yeah. And he sort of became one of the greats, modern day greats of all time. And Nathan Lyon is in a, in, a, yeah. in a similar kind of category with the bowling side of things. He still has a way to go, in my opinion, but he's getting there. Um, Nathan Lyon's got a way to go now. Not as in a way to go in the sense that, like, to, to be where Sangakara finished up, batting-wise... Oh, come on, man. You can't put them in the same bracket. They're, they're not in What the I'm same saying... Bracket. Well, yeah, no, but what I'm saying is he's, he's had that similar traje- trajectory where he's just become progressively better with, with, with time. So, so look, I, yeah. you know, I, I actually, I, I really like watching Nathan Lyon bowl now. That's, that's the thing. I used to not like watching him bowl. Now I can watch Nathan Lyon bowl like five overs and if it's all maidens, I'll still be watching. Like, it'll be exciting. <laughs> I don't know. That, there was that, you know that ball he got to dismiss Pujara with? That big, big spinning off break? Like, it literally Yeah, I mean, that was a poor like, shot from Pujara. It was. He missed it. It was, um, but you know, yeah. it's it's good to see. Nathan that was with Lyon a brand really... new pill as well. That was quite a shiny pill that oh, he had. It was shiny, yeah, but it I reckon it was probably about fifteen or overs old. I'm not can't remember. Yeah, fifteen. That's still fresh, yeah. mate. Come on, he's not an opener. Had a, had a, had a few scuffs in there, but still, he got some big, big turn. And I love, <laughs> a few I love seeing a, I love. I love seeing a spinner get good turn, good spin. It's uh, it's always good. Yeah, game. honestly, I I do remember that ball. He made Pujara look an, an utter mess. Yeah, but I, I can understand. But yeah, go on. Um, I was just gonna say, I'm pretty sure Pujara's face, like Nathan Lyon, like it was like some kind of record, or it was some kind of figure being thrown out, and um, yeah. Nathan Lyon had taken had taken Pujara's wicket like a lot. It was like yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna put a number out there, but it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like an mm. yeah, but the. Nathan Lyon is he's 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 on a good run. The kid that I'm really excited for is uh, obviously Todd Murphy. Um, he's actually dismissed Virat Kohli three times now. I saw this really cool stat. Like apparently Virat Kohli is averaging 18 against Todd Murphy, <laughs> and I saw and I saw all the memes come out on Instagram. So right now, really... Todd, Murphy, Todd, Todd Murphy could retire, and he'd have he'd have like a pretty good uh, accolade. He'd be like the greatest loss, dude. That was like this really awesome. Uh, it was really hilarious meme I saw. Well, no, but there was like this meme I saw where there was like a picture of like a, a dad, but had been taken yeah. out and it's like Todd Murphy's face there, and <laughs> and it was like cradling a baby, and they put Virat Kohli's face there. So, oh my god! So Todd Murphy is, that is such that is such an Indian style meme, dude. Yeah, 
Is it like not? Todd? It's like Todd Murphy, official father of Viracoli. Yeah, dude, that's such, that is such an Indian style movie. <laughs> uh, but, but I saw that oh, and man. I was like, yeah, it begins. But I'm, I'm honestly excited to see how Todd Murphy goes. Um, he's really, he's really done well. Even when Australia was yeah. in those really bad situations, he's really come up. And uh, I'm keen to see how this youngster goes. He's going to have a long career. Um, really nice, simple, uncomplicated off-spin action. Just does the basics right. And uh, yeah. If him and Lyon can, you know, do a demolition job again, then Australia's a good chance. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Mm. Mm. Before we get too stuck into uh, the test the <laughs> test format, Nuan, I yeah. want to slide on over to the T20. The T20 arena, the WPL, kicked off last week. Yep. Uh, we've had a few games, and I have been in love with these games. They've been absolute yeah, right. cracker. Uh, mm. The first game we saw... Score 200 plus. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, Mumbai Indians have proven to be the team to beat. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They absolutely ab- abolished the Gujarat Giants. 207 yes. for five batting first. A bowler out the Gujarat Giants for 64. Yeah. Easily 64. Yeah. And <laughs> what you know what? That? Like, ugh, I have no idea. But um, Harman Precourt, I had a look at that game and I've never seen... In recent times, Harman Precourt plays such an elegant, classy knock with yeah, such right. a crazy strike rate. 65 off 30, 14 fours. And most of these fours were along the carpet through like backward point, through point, cover yeah. drives. Yeah. Such class, such elegance. And I hadn't seen that in a long time in Harman Pre. Uh, a lot of people were mm. saying that, you know, her time was up because obviously she's in the twilight uh, stages mm-hmm. of her career. Um, mm. But you know what? She has an eye and she has so much more to give. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. Have you seen any of the games that have uh, that have I've been seen, played I've recently? Seen, I've seen bits and pieces, but these uh, these games happen so late, and I'm fast becoming an old man, and uh, I just I'm 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 like dead dead asleep at that point. But um, I have yeah, been keeping no, up with fair. scores. I've been keeping up with scores and things like that. And yes, the Mumbai Indians have an absolutely power power packed team. Um, you look at that top order, and it's just it's just it's just batting firepower the whole way. Yeah, you've got the West yep. Indian, uh, Hayley Matthews and England's and that's Silver Brunt. Then you got Harman Precourt at, at number four there. Pretty solid bat number four. You've got Amelia Kerr yeah. and even even Pooja Vastrika can, can smack a few. Um, no, she can. So, yeah, she's very handy. So, uh, you know, and we saw that. I mean, Ashley Gardner bowling, four overs mm-hmm. for 38 runs, like getting the treatment. I don't see that happen too often. She's usually pretty, pretty accurate, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, They're the team look, to beat, just like in the men's arena during that golden era with uh, Mahela Jai Warner as head coach. Oh, Looks oh, like yeah. yeah, my women are not messing around as who, well. Who is, a, who is a Mumbai India? Who is a Mumbai India women's coach? Actually, I'm actually curious to know now. I'm not sure. I was watching the WPL auction. I was watching the auction, and Mahela Jai Warner was there. So he definitely oh, yes. has. He's pulling a few strings. In, with with something certainly with the yeah. picking of plays and he's done a great job obviously yeah but I'm, I'm not really sure who the who the coaching staff is like, you sometimes see the coaches come in and chat during like the the breaks and stuff yeah um but honestly i don't really know two of these too much of these guys so um it's good hopefully the next couple of seasons they'll be they'll be regular faces and we'll know them but for now i'm not too sure yeah I'm just, ha- I'm just um, had a look now. So mm. they hang on. So their coach is actually the former England women's team captain, uh, Charlotte yep. Edwards. Good choice. Okay. Oh, and they've also got Jul- and they've also got Julan Goswami, 
as a, a team mentor and bowling she, yeah, coach. She, yeah, so, she's there. Yeah. You mm. always see Goswami. And then also for, I think for Gujarat, um, Mithali Raj is a consultant. So perhaps Goswami is a consultant for MI. Yeah. Um, yeah. They definitely have some high-class players, like ex-players around. I just don't know what their mm. role is, I guess. Yeah. But I know um, Raj is a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, that's, that's that's pretty good. Um, I mean, given the, way I Hummer, given the way Hummer mm. Kaur's been playing, you'd think she was, like, coached by Rahul Dravid or, or some, you know, technician oh, of the game. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she's very, very similar to Dravid, actually, her drives and stuff. Mm. She's very, very, mm-hmm. yeah, very... Very pleasing um, on the on eyes. The um, someone else who's quite pleasing on the eyes as well. Good segue. Here we go. Miss uh, Smriti Mandana, oh. the captain of the Royal Challengers of Bangalore. She hasn't um, had a good outing, though. Hey? She hasn't had a good outing, though, as captain, I must say. Um, I mean, you know, you, you would know all about no, that. I was going to say, she's uh, so she is the most expensive player in the WPL. Yeah. I think she got yeah. picked up for... Um, I think it was 3.8 crore or something. something yeah, it was a fairly hefty amount. Um, she's also been given the captaincy position for the side. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, she's been absolutely clattered with her girls. Yes. Uh, two out of two games that they've played. First game, Mm-mm. lost to the Delhi Capitals by 60 runs. And then yeah. last night, lost to Mumbai by mm. nine wickets. 45 balls and the total that they scored wasn't actually that bad either but Hayley Matthews yeah. just went on an absolute tear yeah um, so I, and I think there was also oh and the, and the person who said it I can't remember so forgive me but there was a there was a female I think she's in the commentary box as well saying that she wanted more Indian females to be captains of these WPL teams because I know there's a few mm. Australian girls that have yeah. got in captaincy positions yeah. and I guess it's um, yeah. it begs the question because when when I thought when I heard that and I, and I was thinking about it, you know these being the being the captain of India, I feel like is a is an easier job than being a mm. captain of a WPL team because okay the okay. Indian side uh, absolutely incredible right right and you and you're always going to have like really good senior players around right mm. so when you come to the WPL teams, what happens is these good senior Indian players they are spread across the teams. And not only that, you're pretty much playing against the cream of the crop of the entire cricketing world, as far as females are concerned. So you don't get to play against, say, like, you know, sometimes these Indian girls play against, like, Thailand and, you know, Sri Lanka. And, you know, these teams that are not collectively strong. They've got a few good players here and there. Mm. Whereas when you come into the WPL, you're Mm. playing against the cream of the crop. You know, you're not going to be playing subpar players in your WPL team, right? So that's why I think it's really mundana. Is uh is you know I had a look at her game first up, uh in, in the first game and I, I think that she made she dropped the ball with the bowling decisions the bowling choices the fielding placement, um, mm. so it was a little bit disappointing. Obviously she's quite fresh into the gig and you know we're definitely yet to see what she can what she can give. But yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure there and on top of the fact with the her being the most expensive player as well, I think there's a lot riding on her shoulders. But mm. what are your thoughts on I guess sort of um pushing for Indian female captains to, to be in the WPL team. And we've seen the likes of like Faf Duplessis be absolutely amazing for you yeah. know, the, the men's side uh, that he was in. But mm-hmm. what, do you, what, do you, what do you think, Nguyen? Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, you know, in, Indian, Indian, Indian women make great leaders uh, when it comes to captaincy. Um, I, just think, I just think Shmithi Mandana is not captaincy material. Um, she gives me like very kind of classic 
Tendulkar kind of vibes in the sense that she's a good she's a good run machine, as we we both know she's a yep. very elegant, very talented batter. But captaincy is a is a a, a peculiar art, and sometimes yes. you can be a, a highly talented player in your respective department of the game, be it batting or bowling. But captaincy, it's not always the best player that needs to be captain. It's got to be someone that understands people really well, and the exactly fact that. Right. Shmithi uh, Mandana, in my opinion, has one of the best teams at her disposal for this uh, WPL and is losing so emphatically. Um, it shows that she's not really someone who's good at getting a team together. Um, you know, you mentioned offline that, you know, some of the bowling changes she was making was were a bit erratic. Um, it seemed like she was just like panicking and just and going through the motions and trying to just pick whoever instead of really thinking about how can I, you know, how can I plug the runs? Who's fresh? Who's you know? Who's got the right sort of skills that I need? I mean, I'm looking at this World Challengers Bangalore squad, the women's squad, and they've got some. It's elite. Got, it's elite. Yeah, hundred percent. They've got obviously Smithy as captain. They've got Sophie Devine um, from New Zealand. Um, Risha Gosh, you know, another fantastic player. Obviously, the the one and only uh, Elise Perry and Renika Singh. Megan Schutt, excellent fast bowler. Heather Even Knight. Dane. Yeah, Heather Knight as well, and even uh, Dane uh, Van Niekerk from from uh, South Africa. Like, that's like the top, like six elite. Did you say Megan Shoot as well? I did mention Megan Shoot. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did mention it. Uh, uh, crazy, baller. crazy team, man. And to be honest, looking at the face of it, you would pick Sophie Devine to be your captain. Yeah, she is I was going to say she is the person to go to. She has yeah. a, like a really good record with New Zealand. She's a very, mm. very senior player. Mm. Absolute menace with the bat and the ball. Um, her bowling mm. has not been the best uh, thus far, but she is certainly an absolute force. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, but also, maybe it's something to that Smriti needs to have a chat with the consultant. You know, we mm. are still very, very fresh into the series, or the yeah. season, sorry. Yeah. Um, it might be something that, she, it might be just a few things that she needs to just pick up and, you know, it'll pay heavy dividends really soon, but... I thought that was an interesting point to make. Yeah, maybe there's a, a bit of extra pressure in choosing in choosing him to, her to be captain yeah. because she's mm. the most expensive. Yeah, I think we also got to understand that like this women's Premier League, this is like its de- debut season, right? So it's yep. going to be a concept that's going to take. It's going to be a, a, a format of the game. It's going to take some time to evolve. You know, everyone's sort of feeling their way through it. Okay, so the fact that you know the Royal Challengers are losing, I think they've lost two matches now. Yeah, they've lost two yep, from two. You know, it doesn't mean that suddenly these girls are terrible at cricket or the fact that, you know, Smithy is uh, uh, an average cricketer. It's just that this is new for everyone, no. you know. Yeah, and you're going to sure. have... You, you'll clearly have one team that just does better than everyone because they don't have a different approach to the game. Like, I think we're even seeing the Deccan Chargers mm-hmm. women team. You know, they don't have... I don't think... They don't have one of the strongest sides either, but because I guess their players are... Maybe they don't have the best players, but because their, pay, their players are earning less, those players mm. play with a lot more freedom because it's like, well, you know, no one's really banking on me to be successful. <laughs> so I can go out there with like, I can take more risks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a player like Schmidt, she's aware, she, you know, she's aware that she's one of the highest played, the highest paid uh, players in this tournament. So maybe that might play on her mind like, oh, I have to perform. I've got to do this. And that, and that stress yeah. can sometimes, you know, be overwhelming. Um but it's this no, is good definitely. for cricket though. I think the women's game definitely needs something like this. It's gonna encourage more leagues like this to pop up and I just hope it doesn't infiltrate cricket too much. But it's been a good it's a it's a it's a good concept so far. No, for sure. Also I think um I think you meant De- Delhi Capitals, uh not Deccan Chargers. 
Um, it's a Delhi Capitals. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the old Deccan Chargers when, when Deccan Chargers to... have been long gone. I think Herschel Gibbs played in, for the Deccan Chargers a I long time ago. Gilchrist was captain of the Deccan. You, you are my, are my sincerest yeah, apologies. Yeah, this is like 2008, 2009. Yeah, I'm surprised so still, I'm, I'm one of those people, man. Um... Yeah, you are. You're a, you're a soon to be Ashley Martin. That's what you are. You're a Nathan Lyon. <laughs> yeah, Ashley yeah, Martin. That's what you are, man. Goodness you're me. an old fella. And, uh, there, there it is. Um, but, uh, yeah. One thing that I want to just make mention of, actually, really um, and really interesting topic. We are running quite late. Uh, we're quite mm. long into this episode. Yeah. New one. Um, the game before last, I believe it was, a new co- a new thing sprouted in the WPL. Something that we've Go not on. seen before in the cricketing world. Okay. Something super interesting. Something super fascinating. Revolutionary, yeah. you might say. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. We actually saw a DRS decision for a above the way snowball being asked by from the batsman. Um, right. And then I think also last night there was one that was being called for for a uh, a wide as well. Um, yeah. Now, okay. I'm not too sure that what your thoughts are on that, but I thought it was a pretty interesting thing to start implementing in the WPL. I think mm. they've also announced that they're going to be utilizing that in the IPL as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am actually... I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I think it's something that should be used hmm. sparsely, maybe just in the T20 format. You know, we, we've already seen the likes hmm. of, say, like like free hits and things like that. They've not transcended into the test arena, right? That We've got them in yeah. the T20s. Perhaps this DRS for extras might be used, um, I guess, sort of as like some sprinkles that might be utilizing the T20 format. What do you think? The, so uh, reviewing reviewing so having like a, a DRS for wides and no balls is that what you're referring to here? Extras, yeah. Extras, yeah. And and is, so is that like wickets and extras as like so for example, do you get three do you get three bad reviews for wickets and three bad reviews for the extras or is it just three bad reviews for I anything? Don't, I don't believe so. I think it would just it should just be reviews. So you know if if you have to sort of like weigh up whether it's worth using it or not, right? sometimes if you've got wickets you in what, hand and you're, and you're chasing yeah. like let, let me paint a scenario for you you're chasing okay. four off three balls right yeah mm. you've got five wickets in hand you're five down mm. last mm. over right uh, Vastrika bowls one it goes close to your pads down the leg side umpire reckons it's hit the pad you are yeah, absolutely right. adamant that it hasn't hit the pad replay shows it hasn't hit the pad mm. you lose the game by a run right Situations like that, I think it's super advantageous to get the right decision out there. Um, human error is something that's always going to be evident, but yeah. I don't think that game should be won and lost on the backs of a human error, something like that. Ooh, right? so that's a good. That's a, see, that's a good argument that's you point out there. Yeah, I see. It's like this, right? A good umpire should be able to pick up on those things, and mistakes happen. At the same time, I I think it's a bit unnecessary, only because like in those crunch situations, sure, but like. Wides and extras are they they are hundred percent bowler errors. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna bowl down the side, if you're gonna bowl a waist high full toss, right? Like that's that's on you as a bowler, right? Um, yep. It's your mistake, and if you want to review your mistake, then like you know, I I think it's I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I don't think it's necessary. Um, Review system for wickets, a hundred percent. I'm all for that because with wickets, there's a sense of uh, there's a sense of finality with those three 
checks that have to go through to determine dismissal, right? Whether it's in line, you know, on the stumps and where it was pitched out. With with extras, there's a lot of ambiguity. That's just with LBWs, by the way. That's not all wickets. Right. Right. Sure. Right. But like, so let's, right. let's, let's, let's make that clear. True. But but when it comes to an extras, right? For example, like a wide or a no ball, a waist high no ball. Yep. There's a lot of, there is ambiguity around who determines that, right? Because from for one umpire, for example, you might receive like a waist high ball. One umpire might think, oh no, that's fine. It was only just, just under the waist. The other umpire might yep. be like, no, 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 it's above the waist, right? And then when you have these TV uh, reviews of this, it, it again shows an ambiguity because then you got to argue, did it hit the batsman here or here? Or like, what? at what point are we calling it a, a, a no ball? Like there's... There's a lot of there's we, a lot of we've great... already got something similar in place with Hawkeye no one. We can use the same technology from the side. We can we can get it we can get it accurate. We can, you can say the same arguments with LBWs, right? I I think with, yeah. I think the technology is there. Let's use it. It is there, but I feel like it, I feel like there's a sense of necessity here, and I feel like if we use a, a review system for extras. There's going to be a lot of situations where it's going to be umpire's call. That's just what I believe. Um, okay. And then it and then it just wastes so time. How, about, how it, about this then? Okay, because obviously this okay. is still quite new. Yeah. You only get the three reviews anyway, right? Yeah. How about for? I mean, and you, it, yeah, I mean, you can't really you can't really split these decisions up as well. But no. I was I was going to say perhaps if it's if it's for a review for a an extra, if it's umpire's review, you lose a review. Instead of just retaining it, so there's more at but stake. If you are oh, okay, so, you so know, there's tra- no you know traditionally no, you would retain yeah, the you review. retain retain the review. So yes, right. you outright lose it. I think it's yeah. unnecessary, Hasid, because look, you'd have to be a, a ridiculously poor umpire if you can't call a wide or a no ball or whatever. Like it I don't happens, know. It's, man. It, it happens. It, happen- it happens. Fine, but I think the 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 frequency of poor decisions for extras is far yeah. less. Then the the frequency for poor decisions when it comes to a wicket, right? Correct. Um, because you've got the there's an emotional standpoint. You've got a bowler screaming in your face, appealing. Um, you've got like you know, obviously games are you know the pivotal moments of a cricket match are determined by wickets, you know, dismissals, right? And I just feel that although it's good to have a DRS in place for the extras, I just think it it doesn't overall affect the outcome of a game as much as wickets. Um, and my, my final argument to that point is it's quite easy to call a wide and no ball. Like, you don't need to consult technology all the time. You have to, you'd have to be a really, really, really bad umpire if you can't determine a standard wide or a standard no ball. Um, that's just how no, I look I'm at saying, it. like, like, if it just flicked the pad or they thought they flicked the pad, because those actually happen... You yeah, see they do. them every couple they of do. games, right? They, they do. And if that happens, you don't, you don't need to have this full-blown-out DRS system for that. Just just put your hand up and be like, hey, I want to review that. Just just cause. Like the way Kohli did in that game against Pakistan in the World Cup. See, right? I, I, don't agree, I don't agree with that, dude, because that, mm. if it was anyone else, that wouldn't have happened. Well, I mean... But you see, that, that kind of informal review process, like other countries have done it too. There was times where Mahila, Mahila did that once. In that test match against... Also, uh, just, be, just before you go on, we, we for those of you that are listening, we're talking about the, I guess, all the, the semi-controversial no waist-high, no ball with uh, Virat Kohli and... Um, yeah. Who was the bowler? Was it... Was it uh, uh, I think it was um, Mohamed uh, Harris. Har- Harris Ralph? 
I Harris, Harris Ralph, Ralph Harris Ralph in the, the semi-final of the T20 yeah. World Cup in Australia. Um, yeah. Mid last no, year. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a semi-final. It was one of the qualifying games. It wasn't but still, it was contract. Oh, it was to get into the semi-final. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a must-win yeah, yeah, game, yeah. regardless. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, right. when it comes to extras, when it comes to extras and things like that, you can always call for the informal review of anything. There was even a time... Remember that test match back in 2015? We all, we all joke about it when um, Mahila edged the catch to Clark and Clark's like, Mahila, 100%, 100%, I caught that. Right? And Mahila still and reviewed what did, that. What did Mahila say? What did Mahila say? Like, <laughs> he was like, I do walk, man. I do walk. Just chill, okay? Just wait. <laughs> oh, man. My point is, like, when it comes to things like that, I don't think there needs to be a review system in place. You can just put your hand up okay. and be like, hey, I just, I just want to check that. And then and just go from there. The technology is there. It, and then, but then, but then yeah. the onus falls on the particular umpire on the day, whether they choose to actually go ahead with checking it or not. Or should there be a blanket rule if the batsman asks for something to get checked, it gets checked. Uh, I'm not sure about blanket rule. I think, uh, in my opinion, these things are so minute and so, like, it's not You think rare. they're minute. They happen more often than... They, they happen They happen semi-frequently and you'd hate to lose a game on the back of a decision like this. Well, when those, when, when those things happen, right, someone needs to stand up and be like, hey, I want to review that leg side wide. I want to review that leg by that you called. And, and, and go from there. I just, don't, I just don't think there needs to be a review system in place and counting reviews because what that does, that, that takes time away from the game. The game drags on. It's just, you know, it's not fun for everyone. But I also see your side of the argument. Your argument's also quite strong. I do, I do, I do acknowledge that. Um, where I sort of, my standpoint is just the necessity and the frequency of such occurrences. Is it necessary to go to that extent to review them? That's all. And yeah. um, no, that's fair. I'll tell you what, it's a it's a it's a fairly balanced debate there. I'd say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually super happy that something like this happened because. Yeah. I have thought about it before. Um, yeah. Because like you know when you when you think about batting and stuff like that and you think about like a wide that you think was obviously wide and wasn't called and you see mm. you see that I'll happen a lot right yeah mm. you see it happen a lot you see these a batsman might leave a ball. Yeah, because they think it's a white and it doesn't get caught a white and it's the last over, second last over. That happens quite frequently. Mm. And you're like, man, like, can I get someone else to have a look at that, please? Because I think that's a white. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you would never yeah. ask the main umpire, be like, hey, man, can you get, can you check that? Like, it doesn't mm. happen. So for us oh, to have okay. an official way to okay. do this, I think it's, uh, it's a conversation yeah. worth having. It'd be really interesting to see how it plays out in the WPL yeah. and in the IPL. I'll tell you I what, think we've got something here. I, I yeah, don't know. we're running out of time, and I'll definitely do a bit more reading <laughs> on it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's a good discussion to have in, in regards to that whether there should be a review system for extras. I think that's that's the topic where we're looking at here. But uh, but now, good chat, Hasid. <laughs> These it episodes are getting longer one. and I just longer had now. A look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we definitely apologise. I think this episode is about forty-five minutes or so. It's so yeah. a fat one. Hopefully, you guys can split this across your drive to work or something yeah. in the following days. Um, if you 100%. haven't been able to catch this live, yeah. but um, I think we will wrap it up right here. No one, do you have any last words before we say bye to our folks? Uh, until no, next week? I'm. I'm just. I'm keen for this last test match to start in the Border Gavaskar Trophy. I'll be keeping a keen eye on that, hoping Australia wins um, to square the series. But uh, no, good yep. chats as always, Hasit. Uh, it's good that uh, we can finally uh, have a chat um, on a day where we typically have cricket training, put it that way. <laughs> you know, that's good. That's right. But yeah, good chat. Good chat as always. Thanks for having me. Definitely. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. Have a lovely week. Stay safe. Ciao. Goodbye. See you guys. Bye.